There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Well, let's uh, try and clarify what the facts are and what we know rather than what we think by going to the president of the Irish National Teachers Organisation, Joe McKeown. Morning, Joe. Good morning, PJ. Will there be confusion in schools this morning? Is it as black and white as it seems to be? No mask, no class. No, that won't be the case this morning. Um, and I want to reassure any of your listeners that I don't expect that any child will be turned away from school today for wearing a mask or even the same tomorrow or the day after. Um, and I think the department did issue a clarification late last night, uh, making it very clear to schools that they did have discretion for the next number of days about how to implement these, this, this new guidance. Mm. So uh, children who turn up for school this morning without a mask will indeed still uh, get access to their, their classes. And over the coming days, the schools will decide how to work with parents to implement this public health measure um, mm. that is now a regulation. The minister did say, she was speaking in news talk this morning, yes. a child not wearing a mask without reason will be sent home. Yes, she said that, and uh, as I say, that that certainly will be the case once the measures are up and in place. Uh, I think the first thing that will happen for schools is, as I say, they will be working with parents and with children about bringing in the measure. They'll be identifying the children who, for one reason or other, might not be able to wear masks. Um, If, for example, a child has breathing or other medical conditions, or if a pupil is unable to remove a face covering without assistance, or if pupil has special needs. Uh, Parents, if they have a medical certificate, their children will be exempt from from wearing a mask. And then there'll be other children that the schools will know have complex needs. They'll be dealing with those children already and they will be approaching parents to have a discussion around that. And I think it's it's important to remember that we can't assume that all children with special needs can't wear masks um, and parents will will know their own children and the school will know the, the children as well. And those children will be identified mm. and a workable solution will be will be found. Just listening back very closely to what the Minister said, she said, children who refuse to wear a mask without a valid medical reason or not having complex additional needs yes. will be sent home. When will those rules kick in? Joe? Well, the, the, and this, uh, I think, was part of the confusion yesterday that obviously once the Cabinet had made a decision, the impression from the first letter that came out was that it was starting immediately, and that was causing alarm for principals and teachers who knew that it would need time. So there was further guidance issued late yesterday evening. Uh, I know I got a copy of it sometime around half ten, eleven o'clock, 
which made it clear that schools have a few days discretion. It doesn't say exactly how many days, and I think schools will be trying to implement the rules as quickly as possible because they're public health measures. But I certainly would think for the rest of this week, most schools will be talking to the board of management and will then have uh, communication with parents and will listen to the concerns of individual parents who have concerns. Uh, and I would expect that by next week, um, the, the rules will be up and running. Now, I don't want to put you in a spot, Joe, but I guess the question is there are people out there who have, A, refused to get vaccinated, B, refused to wear masks, and are saying, last night and this morning, I will not put my child in a mask, and I will sue you if you send them home. Yeah, well, I think the, the, the guidance that is in the, uh, the regulation or the, the document that came to primary schools is the very same guidance that issued to post-primary schools back in September uh, when schools reopened uh, and, you know, last year it was. So it has, has worked that in, in, in that circumstance. Uh, and yes, you're quite right. There are a small number of people who may have genuine concerns but can be quite aggressive in the manner in which they express those concerns. Uh, and schools will just have to address that situation. It will be very, very difficult. But at the same time, um, it's the same for post-primary as primary. If there isn't a valid reason, schools will have no option uh, but to, to enforce the regulations that are there. You said time. Now, this is Wednesday. I'm assuming the end of this week will come and go. Would you suggest maybe Monday morning? the rules come in with full effect or what? Yes. Uh, what, 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 and I'm just looking exactly now at another email that's come in from the department oh. uh, uh, there just saying pretty much what I got last night that schools will take a practical approach over the next day or two to communicate the new measures to parents and to ensure parents have the opportunity to provide masks to children. So we're talking clearly there about the next day or two. Uh, now the last issue that I think is also very important uh, you know, as teachers, uh, we are very, very concerned that there will be some families who can't afford to buy masks. And we do think and we have asked the department to ensure that schools have sufficient funding to ensure that they have masks for children who cannot afford them and families who can't afford them because we think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Will they be needed in things like crowded playgrounds or crowded assembly halls or are they just in the class? Well, the guidance is, is silent on that, but I mean, the expectation is that the guidance will be, is the same as in, in general uh, public life. So mask wearing is the norm now in Ireland in crowded indoor settings. Mm. It is not the norm in outdoor settings. And I think children who are playing outdoors, I wouldn't expect that they'll be wearing uh, face covering sure. unless they choose to do so. Uh, and we'll take the same sensible approach that we do with the adult population. Now that we know, Joe, that, yeah. to quote the examiner, it's running rampant in the schools, and yeah. you and your colleagues, in fairness, have been telling us on this programme mm-hmm. for weeks that COVID was rampant in the schools. The numbers have been there. The government just caught up with them in the last couple of days. Is there any mood out there now, Joe, for a circuit breaker along the lines of not coming back on the Monday the 20th and not coming back until Monday the 9th of January? Well, certainly there, there, there are people who feel that, is, that, that that should happen. But at the moment, the public health advice isn't suggesting that. And uh, certainly from the conversations we've had with the department uh, just last week, that was not being considered 
um, and is not. What opinion are your colleagues expressing on a personal level, though? Well, they're 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 making the point that obviously for those small number of days that uh, it might be it might be sensible to to close the schools because uh, the schools are under pressure. But at at this moment right now, I think the objective and the minister clarified it again this morning is to uh, have the schools operating up to the end of the year. That's going to be a challenge, and I'll be quite honest with you, PJ. You know, last yesterday evening and every evening, I talked to principals who are struggling to staff their schools. Yes, yes. You know, and it's not even going to be uh, uh, an issue about about COVID among the children. The fact of the matter is, in in lots of walks of life. I mean, yesterday I know there were libraries in certain parts of the country that closed that had notices of saying we're closed because we have a shortage of staff. Um, so the staffing of schools for every day up to Christmas is going to be a challenge. And I think the objective, the clear objective at the moment is to do what we can to keep schools open. But look, I don't think anybody can predict from one week to the next what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, things were a lot, an awful lot different seven days ago compared to what they are now. Isn't that the hardest part of all of this, finally, Joe? How unpredictable it, it, it was never predictable, but how unpredictable it has become in recent days. It is. It's, it's extraordinarily challenging for everybody and it's taking its toll on everybody, on parents, on teachers, and on the general population. It is a really, really difficult time that we're in right now. Uh, and I suppose I would always say, and I just remind teachers when I'm talking to teachers and to parents, we know now at this stage that if we do what we can to keep everybody safe, we will be able to do more of the things that we like. It's when we take our eye off that ball, as we did with contact tracing, things spiral out of control very, very quickly. And it focus on safety, focus on keeping people well, and then we'll be able to do more of the things that we want. Lastly, how about focusing on keeping kids warm? Stephen Donnelly said last night that keeping windows open was the best policy, but the children are frozen. A lot of places won't let them keep their coats on, which I guess they should be allowed. What about air filters? Where are we on that, Joe? Yeah, well, certainly every child should be allowed to wear sufficient clothes to keep themselves warm. And there's no doubt about it. Everybody in classrooms everywhere in the country is freezing because the CO2 monitors are showing red as soon as the heat comes on or the blinds are down. It's it's it's, it's that bad in a lot of classes. On air filters, you know, the, the evidence from the European Centre of Disease Control is a year old and it's very much out of date. There is recent research uh, from about a month ago now uh, that HEPA air filters uh, worked very well in real-world trials in, in a hospital situation. And we think that it's really urgent need to review the, the our position on, on air filters to see if they can be operational. Um, and I was heartened to hear the Taoiseach saying that there would be a look at how we open schools in January because we haven't hit the really cold weather yet. Yeah. And children and staff freezing, absolutely freezing in schools is not a satisfactory situation. But every child and every teacher and SNA should be allowed to wear sufficent warm clothing sure. to keep themselves warm. Yeah, now the, the Taoiseach, his general, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing very much what he said yesterday, but he, what he appears to be saying now is, look, we will do everything we can to get to the end of the school term and we'll reassess in time for the next one. Okay. Think, is, that, is that enough? Well, he said he said that the word he used was recalibrate uh, uh, as well as to reassess. Well, I think getting through to to December, the end of December, is is probably as much an objective as we can have. But the recalibrating for for January has to start now. It has to involve contact tracing. It has to involve air filters, and it has to involve um, 
antigen testing perhaps on a more widespread basis than we have at the moment. All right. Okay. Thank you very much for being with us this morning. That's the president of the Irish National Teachers Organization, Corkman, Joe McKeown. So no child will be sent home for the next couple of days because there will be a time given to the schools to, to let this settle. Corks 96 FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.